What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Peace and greetings. Presenting the Network of Awareness podcast radio station. Providing in-depth information on society and culture in America and abroad. Bringing you truth messages of inspiration, keen insight, reputable interviews, and so much more. So now, for the truth you've been waiting for, your host of the Network of Awareness podcast. Aura! Aura! The informationalist. 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 That's right. This is an exclusive. This is a pre-record. This is Aura, the informationalist. And this is a pre-recorded episode. So this is episode 71, people. And uh, we're doing it. And I got a guest on the show. Somebody that you already know. His name is William Irizarry. Also known as Billy Izzy. And uh, today's episode 71 is the rise of the medical dictatorship. And uh, the reason why I titled it that, because uh, if you haven't noticed, we are all experiencing a medical dictatorship all over the world. So it's not just here in America. There's places around the world that are currently shut down. So to all my listeners overseas, don't be afraid, don't be scared, just be aware. Because this is the time to be prepared and aware of what the hell is going on. Because if you let that fear subdue you, you're going to wind up letting these medical dictatorships around the world get the best of you. Next thing you know, you'll wind up being vaccinated. So we're going to talk a lot about this medical dictatorship that's spreading all across the world. And little by little, countries are already locking things down again. And people, if you've been listening to the Network of Awareness since the beginning, I told you this just about seven, eight months ago. I talked about how they were going to do another lockdown just when you thought it was safe. Just when you thought everybody's getting vaccinated, or for the most part, a lot of people are getting vaccinated, things seem to be going back to normal. 
blah, 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 blah. But now where are we at? We're with the supposed Delta variant and they're talking about locking things down. But let's not get it twisted, people. Coronavirus and this whole COVID-19 nonsense has really taken a toll on people. And we're going to talk about that, but we're going to talk about all these new things that they're trying to introduce and relate it to COVID when it's just basic illness. Just like how they were saying there was a low case of flus this past year, but yet, you know, all of a sudden now the flu's coming back because people have been vaccinated. Now they're talking about allergies, which, like I told you guys, I suffer from allergies. So it's just interesting how this medical dictatorship is really, really building momentum. And I'm very grateful for this platform because I feel like this platform here, the Network of Awareness, is a platform that is designed to give you the truth against this political medical propaganda that we are getting um, bombarded with. And we have to just stay true to who we are and also maintain our health and not get tested and, of course, not get inoculated, right? So I want to welcome to the show my boy, my brother from another mother, Billy Izzy Irizari. Peace, brother. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Happy to be on the show again. Glad to have you on the show again. And we got a banger today for this pre-record for all of the network of Awareians. So, people, I just want to let you know real quick. Um, you guys know that I work off the Spreaker network as my main network that gets distributed to all other platforms. I can tell you that I'm a victim of shadow banning. My downloads have gone down. My impressions have gone down. My ad revenue, my monetization, everything has significantly dropped from 22 to 30% on multiple platforms. But guess what? I'm not going to let that affect me. It's pissed me off to a degree I can't even explain, but I have to let it go. So what you're going to start seeing is or the informationists. I'm going to come out the woodworks. I'm going to show my face because I'm not afraid. And I'm going to market the hell out of the network of awareness. And they could do whatever they want. They could do their shadow banning, their censorship on me. But I'm still going to speak the truth. So I want to let all the listeners know that you are going to see a heavy duty load of marketing promotional material for the network of awareness amongst other things that I'm involved with. So stay tuned, stay alert because I'm going to be filtering or sending this stuff to all the platforms, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. I'm going to be on there and I'm going to be speaking the truth, not just about the vaccines, but about just life in general and all the things that we've experienced here and, and are experiencing in our present days. So, with that being said, Billy, let's talk about this medical dictatorship before we start playing the clips. What have you noticed in the past few weeks with this supposed Delta variant, which I'm going to try my best not to curse because this is not going to be an explicit show. Uh, 
what do you what what do you think about this Delta variant nonsense? Well, for starters, I want to point out that uh, we've been saying for months that something was going to happen in and around the beginning of the summer, being the Fourth of July. So we've been anticipating that something was going to happen. Another thing that we've been anticipating is the possibility of more shutdowns. So when when they're putting they're pushing this Delta variant. Okay, you know, they've already hit us once with COVID for the past year, and we finally now have it opened up. Um, you know, I'm not noticing a difference or a change in people's behavior regarding nobody's talking about the Delta variant other than the news. When I mention the Delta variant to people like my friends or if I happen to mention it in passing, I get eye rolls, <laughs> I get suspicion, I get whatever. People are not afraid. Of this Delta variant, that I can assure you, nobody in my circles that I speak to, the people aren't even talking about the Delta variant, except for us right now. And if you watch the news, um, supposedly all these people are dying from the Delta variant. Yeah, supposedly ten thousand people just in the past week died from the Delta variant. And what's interesting too, now that you say that, is that they have a poll that. A great majority of Americans don't even believe that the Delta variant is real, which I found interesting. And they're talking about that on the news. I mean, look, they have to talk about it because it's relevant. So you can't ignore, uh, you know, the gorilla in the room. You have to, you have to say something about it because they have to tell you something that is true and that people are going to agree with which is, yes, I am one of those 45% or 85%, be it as it may, that don't believe that the Delta variant is going to cause me any harm. I don't, you know, because the coronavirus didn't cause me any harm, didn't cause any harm to my family. Um, You know, nobody was any more sick uh, from the coronavirus any more than they were in any given year when the flu would, would otherwise be an issue. So... Uh, if you, t- if you, let's say you take away the coronavirus and how much more is our, what are our lives be different if they hadn't, um, you know, imposed so much on our, on our, on our sovereignty. Yeah, very true. I, I just feel like I've said this before too, that I don't even think we needed to wear a mask at any point of our lives that these masks serve any major purpose to preventing any type of illness or disease. If anything, the masks have hindered people in their breathing, breathing their Mm -hmm. own, you know, carbon monoxide that they're supposed to be putting back into the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And um, countless people had breathing problems because of wearing masks all the time. People have... uh, acne problems from wearing these masks. Uh, mm-hmm. I caught a sore throat, you know, a while back because I was wearing, a, I wore a mask that was already dirty that I had in my car. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that I caught a sore throat. And I'm like, why do I have a sore throat? And it was the damn mask that I was wearing that it was like sitting in my car and I just wasn't uh, changing it. So I guess I should have, I should have kept it clean or just wore a clean mask and I learned my lesson the hard way because I had a sore throat for like a day or two. And then now 
what I do is I just rotate different masks that I have and I just constantly wash them. I have about seven or eight of them and uh, I just wash them. And two of the masks that I wear are those gator masks. So it's very thin cotton. It's meant for you to breathe through. So it's very thin. And I just wear it when I have to in certain uh, places that require me to wear it, which um, there's not many. I got to be honest with you. Uh, most of the places now that you go to here in Florida, no need for mask. And, Same uh, here. Same yeah. here. That one out of 10 may require you in New yeah, York. Let, and in, let the people where I live. Let the people know where, not directly where you live, but what area you live in New York. So they know. I live in the Hudson Valley. Okay, so you heard it here, people. In the Hudson Valley, they're not wearing masks like that. And I, And one thing I love about the Hudson Valley when I was out there was, you know, the air, especially when you're fresh by air. the mountains, it's so fresh. Oh, such, mm -hmm. I used to love running out there in the mountains. It was very, very, um, very good for my lungs. It's but a very I, beautiful part of the country. Yeah. And so, very nice landscape. Yeah. And, and a lot of people have migrated to the area from the city. It is jam packed. People are, people are trying to get into Dutchess and Orange County like crazy. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about a couple of things because now they're trying to bring allergies into the mix, which I think is, uh, you know, some more nonsense and some shenanigans that they're playing because you can't tell me just because I have allergies, which my allergies are all year round. And it just so happens that I told you all these chemtrails are just popping up where I live. And I mean, these chemtrails are not your regular chemtrails. They are thick as hell. And now, all of a sudden, I was taking Zyrtec for the pet dander that I'm exposed to on a regular basis about every seven to ten days. Now, I, I, I find myself taking Zyrtec every day. Like, even right now, I'm stuffy. How many times did I blow my nose, Billy, since before we even got on the show? I must have blown my nose, what, at least oh, ten? Before we started the show, at least five times. More than that, probably ten times. So it's like... These allergies are messing with me. It is what it is. But now they're trying to say if you have allergies that it might be COVID, if it might be the Delta variant. It's like, come no, on. This, it, it's even before the Delta variant became an issue. Uh, and I had heard this before, but then I got to experience it firsthand. Um, took my child to a local doctor. Uh, she had gotten sent home from school and because she had a bad cough. My daughter has allergies, and she has post-nasal drip. Post-nasal drip causes you to cough, sometimes profusely, and sometimes it causes you to have a chest cold, but it's not really a cold. It's just from post-nasal drip. I don't have allergies, so I don't know what that feels like. Uh, people that do have allergies can attest to the post-nasal drip causing you to cough. Am I correct or am I wrong? Because I, um, I can't validate that experience, honestly. No, it, it for some people it does. Um, I don't, I don't experience that. I don't get really post nasal drip. Sometimes I do, but it doesn't really lead to coughing. It's just uh, mine is more of a irritation of the eyes, where my eyes get a little bloodshot and they start tearing, and mm -hmm. um, I do get the watery nose, where you know, like the mucus will just pour out while I'm talking or. It'll, it'll pour okay. out without me even realizing it. And then I have to wipe my nose because I feel the mucus coming down. Um, but, it, you know, the allergies is something where 
in some of my research, I found out that a lot of these chemtrails, they actually induce the allergies even more because of the chemicals that are being released into the atmosphere that we are breathing in. That's why sometimes okay. if I don't take a Zyrtec for a while and I'm around my dog and then the pollen and then allergy season like around now is kicking in heavy duty, um, I'll start to wheeze like if I have asthma. Okay. So, all right. So going back to what happened at the doctor's office, they said, okay, you ha- yes, you do have a history of, of allergies. Uh, you're taking an over-the-counter um, you know, medication to help with the symptoms. Uh, you, you know, they have it on her record. This is nothing new. She has no fever. They took her temperature like four or five times in the office. They're trying to generate a statistic. I believe that they're incentivized that for every person that comes in with a fever, that they they get some type of credit or something. So they were trying to get something to hang on so they could say, this is COVID related. In the end, they put it on the paperwork that uh, it was COVID related. And so when her mother's like, why are you putting COVID? It's she's got allergies and postnasal drip. Well, she has a cough and a cough is a COVID symptom. Yeah. And they're going to get paid for that. They're going to get paid big bucks. well, no, me saying that they are incentivized to do that, that is the only reason why I say that because they're not practicing medicine, so at least medicine the way they're supposed to practice it when they have a patient that they know, they, ha- they have a record, and they're being told exactly what's happening. The child is not look sick, act sick, tested negative. So what are we, what are we talking about here? What are we really talking about here? Uh, you know what it that is? Is that they're these... not practicing medicine? They're going to go to eight years and then be told what to say and what to do with a patient that walks to the door. Then that means they're really saying they don't really give a crap about the patient's health. They they are following the narrative of this uh, medical dictatorship. That's what they're doing. They're, I think, they're I following think they're being the narrative. They, but they're, I think they're also being mandated to do what they're doing. Yes, I and... wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they're threatening people for people's licenses. Well, if they do not conform. Remember the 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 video that your wife sent us, right? Um about that was on BitChute where remember the doctors all of them said that they've all are now on this list, right? Remember, Dr. Mm-hmm. Northrup and the other doctors that were in that panel, they said they all been put on a list and they've all been shunned in their industries. And they all now have lost a great amount of business because they're not following the narrative. And what did they say? They said a lot of their friends slash colleagues that they've known for 20 plus years that they even know that this uh, supposed vaccine or medical device is not what it's supposed to uh, supposedly being uh marketed to be but they're going with the narrative because they don't want to lose their paychecks they don't want to lose the lifestyle or the money that they're currently earning so they're going along with the narrative even though they know that it's a big sham and to me when i hear that i don't you know whatever happens to these doctors down the line 
that are going with the narrative, if they wind up getting killed or whatever, I'm not going to feel sorry for them because they're contributing to the death of their fellow brothers and sisters in humanity. And to me, it's like I was telling Rasta the other day in our episode, Building Sessions with Rasta, I said, Rasta, you know, these people that are going along with this, they're going to catch hell. And we can't feel sorry for them because they're willingly doing this. They know right from wrong. They know that this whole COVID-19 scare is a big sham, but they're still going along with it. And to me, that is so, it's so disrespectful and it's so low life-ish, you know, like in my opinion, because you're going to compromise other people's lives or you're going to put other people's lives at risk just so that you can maintain whatever it is that you worked for to keep or to get. And it's like I told Rasa this. I said, we are coming to a point in life, in the world, in society, where those who walk the walk or talk the talk are going to have to walk the walk. And then there's all there's then what you're also seeing is those that talk the talk, but when it comes to walking the walk, they're not walking it. They're just talking it, but they're not walking it. And you're seeing a lot of that. And that's I I I I use that panel of that that was on bit shoot of those doctors. They're walking, they're talking the talk, but they're walking it, right? That was the whole purpose of do, them doing this uh alliance is that they're walking the walk man they're not just talking it they're being what they say they are but you have other doctors that are talking the talk but when it comes to walking the walk they're not taking those steps they're actually just going with the narrative and you're seeing a lot of that these days and it's not just with the doctors it's just with people in general i mean there's people that are taking the vaccine just so they could travel there's people that are taking the vaccine so they could keep the the job that they have. There's people taking the vaccine because they want to go on a cruise that they well, can't go on. You have on. to understand that those people are taking the vaccine because they believe two things. They believe it'll cause them no harm and it'll prevent them from getting sick. They take it in the presumption that there's nothing wrong with it and that they'll be okay. So this is the other part of the discussions that we have, which is when does the shoe fall that the vaccines are extremely, I should say the shots are extremely dangerous? Because remember, by definition, it's not considered a vaccine. And doctors will tell you that that are being honest with themselves. So if that's the case, and a person believes that they're not going to be hurt by it, or whatever the situation may be, they are trying desperately to go back to the life that they were living before. And if this is all they have to do to get that life back, they're willing to do it. And I don't know how much thought or effort and research or self-evaluation um, goes into that decision because it's different for every person. So why I like the name of the, the episode and I chose to participate in it is because I feel like that people's sovereignty is being invaded terribly. People are, are being bullied and cornered into uh, getting a shot 
that they may not want to take. Uh, and so, you know, little by little, they're starting to close the walls in on, you know, on the people and people like us were just resisting because at the end of the day, we believe it's still voluntary. And until you know, somebody, you know, you know, gets sick from, you know, the actual things that they're seeing is killing people, which we do not see with our eyes. We only see it when we're staring at television or listening to the news. We don't see it elsewhere. This is not where we're finding the evidence for, 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 this, for this pandemic, which is what I've been saying since the beginning. The fallout wasn't necessary. The financial fallout, changing people's lives, people losing their businesses. Um, you know, but then you, you can have a lot of strong arguments and resistance from the other side saying that if it wasn't for the vaccine, because I met somebody, a gentleman, respect him, very smart man, very good at what he does, how he makes his living. He believes in everything Dr. Fauci says. He said that if it wasn't for the vaccine, 5 million people could have died in this country or more. And he actually sincerely and genuinely believes that. Um, and I might have mentioned that in a previous episode, but it, it's, it's worth repeating that you know we have our side, they have their side, that, but we should not be forced into making a choice against our own will, especially when it comes to our bodies. It's our last remaining, uh, uh, you know, everybody's body in their mind is the last remaining um, um, place where we can choose and nobody can tell us. So, you know, just like people, they, they take a lot of ownership of their bodies. They, they eat good food. They go to the gyms, they exercise, or they take care, they're good, they take care of their bodies well so that their bodies are available to them when they go to work so they can perform their duties and provide for their families. So, you know, for, for whatever the American diet, you know, lacks, there's a lot of people out there that are doing very well with their health because they sought out alternative, um, you know, uh, a means of providing for themselves nutritionally and spiritually and physically so that, so that they can live a better quality of life. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So if you're one of those people that are at least in, in good health, or you have youth on your side, or you've been blessed with, you know, with uh, a youthful vigor for life in in your your middle or later ages. What does taking this vaccine? How does this enhance your life when you have no threat that this virus and this Delta variant that's going around 
would 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 could possibly make. Yeah. And and before I forget, I want to give a shout out to this beautiful woman that I met a couple of days ago that I didn't get her phone number and I should have asked her for her phone number and I don't know. I had a mental freeze. But uh, I want to give a shout out to a woman that I met a couple of days ago. Her name is uh, Tori. And uh, Tori, if you're listening, please contact me at Aura, O-R-R-A, at networkofawareness.com. I would love to have you come on the show and share some of the uh, experiences that people you know have been having from the vaccine. Um, So what this woman told me this beautiful woman that I hope I get to see again with a beautiful voice. I hope to get her on the show. If I don't, it is what it is, but I hope I do. She told me when we were talking that she knew three people that had died from the vaccine. She knew three of people, right? One of the people that died from the vaccine was a 13 year old boy. that got two Pfizer shots. And after he took the second Pfizer shot, this little boy died in his sleep. All right. And it was one of her friend's uh, sons. So obviously that's a tragic story. But it doesn't surprise me because I mentioned this before, people. You're going to see more kids dying as they get vaccinated. And now... Places like New York, Florida, and other places, what they're trying to do around the country is they're trying to get kids to go back to school in fall. And now I read an article earlier today on um, Twitter that they are going to allow children that have been vaccinated to not wear masks. And all the kids that haven't been vaccinated are going to have to wear masks when they go back to school. And I can only think that if the kids that were vaccinated even make it to school and they're walking around without the mask, all they're going to be doing is being super spreaders of whatever toxins they have in their body from this vaccine onto the people that are unvaccinated. And I truly believe that. I truly believe that if you're constantly around people that have been vaccinated, you will have symptoms of COVID. You will get sick. Now, you're not going to get sick to where it kills you. I mean, I haven't heard of any of those type of stories yet. But I do know one in particular, like the doctors that were talking where they said that there was a a hair salon and it was 10 employees and one out of the 10 did not get vaccinated and everybody else did. And the one that didn't get vaccinated after a week of being around these vaccinated women, she started having flu-like, cold-like symptoms. She started having the headache, the fever, blah, blah, blah. And she had it for like about two weeks. And then it went away. So there's definitely something to spreading this. To what degree, we're still trying to figure that out. But this medical dictatorship, from what I'm seeing, it's almost like they don't even want it to be a few people that have been vaccinated worldwide they want it to be everyone and okay so doctor you heard dr fauci say i have that they have vaccines for every single american in this country okay so let's remember this that this was this is something that that they tried to have make happen 
So vaccines are supposed to be part of a two-prong immunity effect. So it's a vaccine to prevent yourself from getting sick, and the people that got sick that recovered and have natural immunity. So that's two ways, and I'm sure there's others that they just don't say because they're minor or whatever, have it be as it may, would be two methods of herd immunity. What they're trying to say is that people that got it and recovered and now have natural immunity don't have natural immunity, okay? And people are asymptomatic. If you're asymptomatic and you never get sick, does that not, does that not imply immunity? Just because you're a carrier doesn't mean that you're, you're weak. You, you were carrying things all the time. Does that make us sick, right? So now they're trying to say, the reason why they're trying to say they want every person is that that, no, that rule no longer is applied. That, that rule has been a, in effect and has been a known fact for a couple hundred years. Now they're trying to change the rules. So now, no, the only way you get herd immunity is through vaccination, not through getting sick and having your own natural defenses kick in. You know, uh, I'm going to tell you something. I really don't believe in asystematic. I'm going to tell you why. I believe that asystematic could exist with certain things when it comes to illness. But when it comes to this COVID crap, I just don't believe it because having COVID, right, or coronavirus, which has been around for a very, very long time, people, and it's nothing more than a mild flu. A mild flu, not a heavy-duty flu, a mild one, right? So with that being said, my whole theory on this is that having coronavirus and getting the vaccine are completely two separate things because as, I, uh, as has been discussed on this network is that when they inject that serum into your muscle tissue, there is nanotechnology and protein enzymes that have nothing to do with coronavirus. Not a damn thing. And the doctors were verifying that. And what did they say? That this technology that's in the vaccine is foreign. It's sci-fi. It's something that ha we've never seen before. And we're still trying to figure out what it can actually do. Because one thing it doesn't do is does not prevent you from getting coronavirus. And I think that's been proven because a lot of people that have been vaccinated are supposedly still getting coronavirus. So what does Dr. Fauci say? He says that 90, what did he say? 99.2% of the people that have been dying from the Delta variant are the unvaccinated. And uh, 0.08% got it that have been vaccinated so what he's trying to say is that the vaccines are not perfect those were his exact words i played this on the previous clip the vaccines are not perfect so he's saying that there's still a small percentage that can still be affected but it's very rare so that he's saying that if you've been vaccinated that your chances of getting uh coronavirus or covid is going to be very, very rare. It, it, it's not going to happen. It's going to be a very small percentage of people that can get it uh, um, opposed to the to the majority. 
But now, but now what they're saying is if you're unvaccinated, the probability of you getting COVID is 100%. So wait a second. How about if they put a statistic for people that got COVID and are unvaccinated and are just fine walking the streets? What about those people? Well, so they're, they're all, not going to talk about all that. We're, all we're asking for the audience to do is to think through what they're saying. Because they could be right and they could be wrong. So what doesn't seem right about what they're saying is everything that we're talking about that doesn't sit right with us. Don't believe us. You've got your own mind. Listen to what they're saying. Does it make sense? Are they just telling you numbers? Or are they offering you proof? Is it something that, you know, when, when advice is given, okay, it should be good for everyone because then anybody can find the wisdom in it. I don't find the wisdom in what they're asking us to do with our bodies. And just so you know, I have a very dear friend of mine that I, I met with this past weekend and spent time with. And he said, oh, I haven't been to the doctors in a while. And so I wanted to get a physical. He's just a couple of years younger than me. He's probably your age. So he goes to the doctors, and of course, they offer him the vaccine. He said, nah, get the heck out of here with that. I don't want no vaccine. You're not, I don't want to, I'm not going to be vaccinated. You know, he started telling the doctor everything you're saying about the vaccine, about the nanotechnology and all that. The doctor's the response back to him was, oh, they've been using it for years. They use it on cancer patients. They use it on this and that. So I had never heard that before. Have you ever heard? That this nanotechnology is being used on cancer patients. See the and thing, people with other sicknesses and other illnesses. If you remember, I told you about the CBD cream that this lady put on a person I used to work with that had some pain in his neck, and she put the cream on his neck, and the nanotechnology within the cream started taking effect almost immediately to take away the pain on his neck from the CBD cream. This nanotechnology was in it. See, the thing is this, this nanotechnology, it's very sci-fi, but they have been working on it for years and it's been evolving. They've been perfecting it in the way it distributes and disseminates medicine or whatever it is meant to disseminate or to release. So it's been around for a while, but they've been, you know, experimenting with it to, you know, enhance it, to make it more um effective and to do what it's mm -hmm. meant to do reality is this though let's not forget the guy that was on tiktok that was vaccinated and started putting magnets on his body you can't tell me that this technology that's in this vaccine is not something that's very powerful because if you could put magnets on your body and they don't drop what the hell is in your body that's so powerful <laughs> that magnets are going to stick to your skin? I mean, that's unheard of. Because I remember when I was a little kid, I used to put magnets on my body and it dropped. And watch you fall off. That yeah. is a way of proving that you're not magnetic. Isn't that funny? You know what? This is what I love about TikTok. So a video of a person in Food Lion videoing the magnets sticking to steak. A cut a steak in the supermarket and the store manager is trying to kick him out of the store for, for making a big deal about it because the guy made a scene. 
Wow, he put a magnet on a stake? He put a magnet on a stake. So they that, upped the ante. That, and it stuck. And it stuck. That yeah, that, so that means the video, that there's the some video, type of uh, metallic particles in that meat. That's uh, yeah. Well, listen, I've told you this before. I love TikTok. I find it entertaining. Some of this stuff is very interesting and compelling. It makes me think. Some of this stuff I call BS on because I just don't buy it. But this video, the guy, the manager, store manager looked pretty genuinely upset. And it was not like a staged choreographed thing. When, when people get nervous, they're not going to hold a camera in somebody's face. Not everybody does anyway, because they're being, somebody's coming after them. And so that's what the whole premise of the video was, is that, you know, the stake, the magnet is sticking to the stake. What's up with that? Get out of my store. It was hilarious. Anyway, it, yeah. it's just to say that it couldn't and, be and, any more absurd. And it goes so now back. What if it is in our food? It goes back to the genetically modified organism, man. These genetically modified organisms are so powerful. And they've been working on this genetically mutated organisms for a very, very long time, man. And you got to think that as long as they've been working on it, you can only think that they're going to get better and better, right? Because with time, anything you do with time, the more you invest in it, you're just going to get better at it, even if you suck at it in the beginning. And that's with anything, right? Practice makes perfect, right, Billy? So yes, correct. Let's, you know what, let's, let's, let's play these clips. We're going to start with the first one. Uh, that's from July 8th, right? This is the morning news broadcast. And I'm going to let you guys, all the people that listen to the Network of Awareness, stay tuned. We're going to play these clips. So give me one second. You are now tuned in to the Network of Awareness. All right, here we go, people. Variants are also a cause of concern in the United States. The highly contagious Delta variant is now the country's dominant strain. It's now responsible for more than half of all new cases nationwide. Just two weeks ago, the variant was only making up 30 percent of new infections. So that's quite a jump. NBC News Now correspondent Maura Barrett is following the latest on the variant this morning. Maura, good morning. So where are we seeing some of the biggest increases in Delta cases? I mean, are these are they these pockets where people aren't vaccinated? Where is this happening? Good morning, Savannah. Clearly, this Delta variant is spreading extremely rapidly. That's why we're seeing President Biden push even harder for people to get vaccinated, especially young people, because that's one pocket where we're seeing people getting sick. We're also seeing it really. Okay, she just she just said that President Biden is pushing for young people to get the the vaccine. Because they're seeing a lot of pockets of young people getting sick. And uh, see, I had to blow my nose. Sorry about that. But the thing is this, is that every time they say something like this, Billy, it's like, where? Like, where are you getting this information from? Like, you're just saying that young people are getting sick. But how do we know that's true? Just because you said it? Like, they're not supporting anything that comes out their mouths anymore. They're just saying something for the purpose to fuel the narrative of people needing to get vaccinated. 
And I've come across a lot of young people. And when I mean by young, I'm talking about 18 to, let's say, 30-year-olds. And a lot of these young people are not getting vaccinated, and they're just fine. I'm not coming across people getting sick left and right. And if people are getting sick, it's from normal stuff that they get sick from. Like me right now, my allergies are off the charts for this past week. Even when I take the Zyrtec, it just is what it is. It's allergy season, and I go through this every year. I have allergies all year round, but I'm not sick. I'm not, like, suffering from something that's very debilitating. I'm just going through the motions like I normally do every year where I sneeze, blow my nose, take a Zyrtec, and keep keep it moving, wake up in the morning. I'll be fine. And that's it. Like, it, it, it's not a big deal. I've been dealing with allergies since I was born. Like, I've been dealing with this since a little kid. So I just find it interesting that here she's talking about President Biden needing a lot of people to get vaccinated, especially young people. No, they need young people to get vaccinated because a lot of young people didn't get vaccinated. So I'm going to continue to clip and uh, let it play out. So give me one second. Here we go. Centralized here in the Midwest, in the center of the country, a lot of that is where we're seeing lower rates of uh, vaccination. But specifically in Missouri, it's a major problem. Take a look at this. 73% of COVID cases there are linked to the Delta variant. And so I want you to hear more from Mercy Hospital in Missouri, their infectious disease specialist, uh, yesterday at a press conference about the, the projection of cases there. Take a listen. We expect continued rise in cases over the next week or two, but then uh, a bit of a fall, but maintaining a high number of patients over the rest of the summer and into the fall. And so this is not something that we're going to get over with quickly. And, you know, we're, uh, or she's in this for a long, for the long haul. And our community needs to realize that this is not an epidemic that's just going to go away in the next month. Okay, so this disease specialist from a hospital called Mercy Hospital in Missouri that 73% of cases are people that haven't been vaccinated that are suffering from the Delta variant, right? What's interesting is that this disease specialist doctor at Mercy is basically saying that this pandemic is not going nowhere, that it's going to be here for the long haul so that we're going to see more cases going into the winter. And remember what I said to you, Billy, I said, watch. Going into the winter, don't be surprised if, number one, there's another shutdown uh, nationwide. Number two, they're going to start saying that more and more people are dying, that the hospitals are overrun, right? Which we know is going to be a lie because if we go to any hospital that they say is going to be overrun and you go there at the time that they're saying it's overrun, I guarantee you that hospital will be empty. But. Just by them saying it, people will believe it. And this is going to be a big push to get more people that have yet to be vaccinated, vaccinated. And they feel like if they could keep projecting this fear, that eventually people will fold. But you have a statistic that says... 30% of Americans are never going to get vaccinated. They made it very clear that they will never get vaccinated. So they're trying to figure out ways to bring that number down. 
And mm -hmm. this is just one of the many ways that they're going about doing that. If you want to chime in on that before I play the clip, go right on ahead. I mean, you've said you've said all there is to say. I mean, you know what I was going to tell you before is that somehow um, the COVID last year wasn't affecting children. And people are asking him, why isn't it affecting children? But they come up with their medical response for what those reasons are. Now the children have to get vaccinated. Well, they weren't a target. It wasn't targeting them, so to speak. So wait a second. So these children are going home and living by themselves, and so they're not cohorting with adults at all. Nobody's taking care of them. They're not exposed. I mean, you know, people go to schools and they know that that's like a, a gigantic petri dish. They think it's gonna break out. It's gonna break out in a school because people are in enclosed, enclosed uh, rooms, you know, for yeah. hours at a day and, and walking down tight hallways, bumping up and touching each other, you know, day in and day out. So. It's a year later. Now they're requiring kids to, to be vaccinated. I mean, granted, a lot of them haven't been going to school, been doing the online schooling anyway. Um, I'm just saying that it, it doesn't, you know, the kids are the least likely to wash their hands before they put it in their mouth. <laughs> well, that's, um, that's the thing, Billy, it, is that, you know, the kids at schools, they spread a lot of germs, man. It's nothing new, right? Kids at school get sick, especially daycare and all that. That's, Something that we've known for decades that if anything gets spread, it's usually at school. It's it's always been the case. It it happened when you and I were young, right? I mean, we spread germs. And like you said, kids don't wash their hands regularly. They're not they're not hygiene conscious like adults are because they're kids. They are they go to school. They have fun. They they they'd learn a little something, which is pretty much propaganda, but that's a whole nother story. And then they, you know, they come home and a lot of times kids are spreading germs to each other and they get sick. It is what it is. I mean, I, I caught chicken pox from somebody in school and then I had to stay home for two weeks until the chicken pox were gone. And then I never got chicken pox again because I got it one time. And what I what what really is disappointing is that they are now are not showing these scenes because remember, and I said this before. Remember they used to show scenes in the hospital of things getting all crazy, and they'll show somebody being carted away. Well, they're not doing that no more. Now they're having somebody like this at the hospital that's speaking at a press conference supposedly in the hospital, but we're not seeing anything that's going on in the hospital. And he's now talking about how this pandemic is not going nowhere. It's going to go right into the winter until next year. And I've said this before, people, what you thought was normal that you think you're going back to, you're in for a big surprise because there is nothing ever going to be normal again here or around the world. And like I said before earlier in the in the show, other places around the world are already shut down. I want you to understand that. There are places if you're listening, you guys already know cuz you're living it. They're shutting it down. Places like Australia, Japan, and soon to be Europe. So People, this is real. This is why I harp on this so much because it is in our face every single 
day, every single day, there's some new caca about some variant. Now we're dealing with the Delta variant. Before, it was the 7426 and the 9240. Now they came up with their uh, Masonic language, and they came up with Delta, which Delta is a, it's a, it's a reference name for military, right? It's usually like some type of landing zone or cold talk. And I'm pretty sure that Delta variant is cold talk for these Masons. So keep that in mind, people. Let's continue. I'm going to play the rest of this clip. Here we go. And experts are warning it's not going to stay in Missouri or in the Midwest either. We're seeing it in more than 100 countries globally. And so it's set to become the predominant. She just said it's more than 100 countries globally. So it's becoming predominant variant all over the world. Keep that in mind. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A strain globally as well, Savannah. So, Maura, the big question here, of course, is are you safe if you've had a vaccine? How effective are the vaccines against the Delta variant, especially as the country reopens? People who have been vaccinated are going without masks, indoors places. What does the latest research show us? Right. And so this, the vaccines are effective. That's the good news that we have here as we're seeing this strain uh, populate around the, the world again. And so, again, that's why we're seeing this push from global leaders, President Biden. Hey, one thing I want to mention before they continue is that, you know what I've noticed? And I'm just noticing it now. I mean, I've seen it before, Billy, but I'm noticing mm -hmm. it now. It's just standing. Yo, that needle goes pretty deep in your arm, man. I mean, they put the whole entire needle in your arm. I've never seen that. Sure it's in there. I've never seen that. Like when I when I've gotten needles, they put like half of the needle in my arm when I've gotten shots or had blood taken. This needle, it's going about a whole entire inch or more into your damn um, arm. So I guess they really want to get it into the muscle tissue. It's insane, man. I just wanted to point that out because it's just, I mean, I've been seeing people get injected with this needle many of times, but it's just hitting me like I'm having that moment of realizing like, wow, that needle is going pretty deep into your arm. So let's continue. 
here in the U.S. And scientists specifically are looking at the United Kingdom because they have a higher vaccination rate, but a way higher uh, uh, rate of Delta variant. 100 percent of their cases are the Delta variant there. And so scientists are worried that the U.S. could replicate what we're seeing in the U.K. But a new study there did show that if you have two cases or sorry, uh, two doses of the Pfizer vaccine, that proves to be 96 percent effective in hospitalization, which is obviously that problem that we're seeing here among the unvaccinated. So so if you're looking to get away from a more serious infection, that's where the vaccine comes in hand. Now, you mentioned people traveling again, wearing not wearing masks anymore. Some experts are warning that because we don't know how transmissible the Delta variant could be among the vaccinated, even if you're fully vaccinated. Some scientists, experts, even like Dr. Fauci, are suggesting that it could be a good reason, uh, even though it's not mandated, to start wearing masks again inside when you might not know if the people around you are fully vaccinated. Yeah, and we've also have heard from doctors here on this show. I know Yasmin has on her own show also that they're saying, reminding you, even if you've had the vaccine, pay attention if you do kind of come down with something, if you have a cold or something like that to, you know, know that you could still spread it. Maybe get a test if you can, that type of thing. Um, All right, Maura, now to a grim. She said, if you do have a cold or something like that, maybe get a test to make sure. And and, and this is the thing I I have an issue with, Billy, about the test is Mm -hmm. that if you get that test, there's like a 99% chance that they're going to give you COVID in the test so that a couple of weeks down the line, you might start getting COVID-like symptoms and start having a reaction to the test. And then they're going to tell you you have COVID or they're going to give it to you in the test and tell you right then and there that you tested positive. And then slowly but surely, it's going to take its course in your body from what they distributed in your body from the test. especially. Um, when they put that thing to your brainstem, and it's, it doesn't shock me that a lot of people that had that test wound up having brain um, hemorrhaging where they had the blood clots inside the brain because they're releasing that toxin or whatever you want to call it directly to the brainstem. So that metal rod is shooting up into your brain and causing whatever problems, and then, then they tell you to get vaccinated. It's a big joke. So let's continue milestone the world just passed four million covid deaths what is the world health organization now saying about the global fight against the virus i mean you hear a number like four million and even though things are opening up even though it's starting to feel more normal you just you can't ignore a number like that and of course we can't forget all those lives lost what are they saying about how we're doing here and we can drag one of these core progressions in sorry folks i i had to they play this damn ad. Hold on. It's an absolutely tragic number, Savannah. To put it into perspective, the Peace Research Institute actually says that it's about equal to the number of lives lost, people killed in battle in all of the world's wars, world's wars since 1982. Mm. So- Isn't that an interesting statistic that there's been more people that have died globally over four? Look at look at they even got the stat. 4,000,435, okay? I saw that. No, actually, 4 million, yeah, 4,000,435. So that's, she just said that this number of death is more than all of the wars that have happened throughout the world. <laughs> Yo, this is insane. So... 
De- so more wanna, deaths than all of the world's about, ready, wars curious? combined. Come on, man. Give me a break. How do they how do they get all those numbers so accurate when they're using local statistics that are inaccurate? How can that number even be remotely accurate? Never mind globally. How are they the center of collecting that information when they didn't, they're not even getting it right in our backyard, right in our face, they're lying to us. This is what I'm talking about. This is what we're talking about. They, listen, an election, they can't even count votes. <laughs> and that's got massive participation in a system that is, is you know, is old. It, it, you know, so if they can't even count votes, how are they going to count the various ways that people die and say that of every way that everybody's died all over the world, all over the globe, that they know that they can tell you with certainty that 4 million of them is because of COVID. It doesn't even, it doesn't even pass the smell test. It doesn't. But at this point, look at how far they've gotten with all of this propaganda, just by putting it out there, just by saying it. Just by Correct. a little gremlin by the name of Dr. Faulty just coming on the airwaves and saying the data says that uh, we have coronavirus spreading and you need to put on a mask. And I said this before, people. We never had to wear masks. Everything has been exactly how it was before this thing came into play. This is all psychological. All right. It started out as psychological warfare. And now it's ending up as biological warfare. Bioweaponry is being used against us, humanity. And don't get it twisted. Those Georgia Guidestones are not there just for uh, giggles. Maintaining a population under 500 million is a real thing that these Luciferians really want to achieve. I just want you to keep that in mind. And Bill Gates is not, you know, he's not invested over 20 plus years of research and and work to just have it all go to waste because he's been vaccinating people uh, overseas for a very long time and it's been doing a lot of damage in Africa, in Southeast Africa to be specific. So I just thought that was interesting that these are more deaths than all of the world wars. It's just crazy. But let's continue. Hold on a second. Before you go any further, before you go any further, 4 million people represent a 0.00 and fill in a digit of 1 billion people that 8 billion people occupy the earth. Am I correct about that? Or is it 6 billion? I forget. No, we're, we're about 8 billion now. So you're right. Okay, so if we're about eight billion, eight billion people occupying the planet, that that four million is is a, a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the one, of one billion. Well, this is the thing, man. I, I mean, I wish I knew an, an actuary that could that could tell me how this would be interpreted by the insurance industry, how much of a threat it really is. But let's also keep job. in mind. Billy, that a lot of these numbers that they're coming up with were regular deaths, just like the situation with your daughter, right? Where they put her down 
as COVID, even though it was not COVID related, right? Like I told you before, one of my friends, their uncle died on I-4 in a motorcycle accident and their death was put as COVID back in August of last year. Why is that? Why if a person got decapitated in a motorcycle accident on the highway is being put as COVID so that the numbers can have some validity within the system? So we can't even, we don't even know how many people really actually died of coronavirus at all. Because I know for a fact that a lot of people that died at the hospitals died because they were induced with some type of cocktail. Some people died from being put on ventilators and had their lungs collapsed and then died. Some people had uh, given certain cocktails that induced pneumonias and cardiac arrest. So for all we know, Billy, there probably was zero deaths of coronavirus. And I truly mean that, that all of these deaths were just regular deaths that happen every single year all around the world. From multiple, I mean, there's people that die from spider bites, you know, yeah. from, from snake yeah, bites. Yeah, 100% right. From bee stings, and bee stings. People die bites, from bee yeah. stings. Yeah, and there's people that right. die from motorcycle accidents here in Florida all the time. So how many people died from a motorcycle accident last year and got put as coronavirus? I bet you there's probably in the thousands. So when I see a number like this, man, it, it's it's so... It's so arbitrary. It's, a, it's so suspect, it's, man. Yeah, it's well. It's not just suspect. I think it's abuse of the medium. Yeah. Um. And for don't, sure. Don't forget, they're using this as proof to make public change. And let me let's let's say something else that's worth pointing out. The medical industry within itself is very insulated. It's so complex, and it's so deep that it's inexplicable. So that's why you can only take their word for it. And let's also keep in mind that the medical industry here in America, in the United States of America, for a long time has been fueled by greed, especially when it comes to the pharmaceutical industry with all of the incentives that they offer physicians. Greed is a major, major component to all of this. And just like when your daughter was uh, taken to the doctor, greed is what fueled these doctors to put down COVID instead of it being a pulse nasal drip. And greed is a big problem in this country, man. And it's one of the reasons why the medical industry is so messed up because doctors are more interested in getting their pockets fatter than actually really truly helping you and, and bringing you some type of remedy and relief. So, with that being said, let's continue with this propaganda uh, segment here from the morning news broadcast. Here we go. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
that's a very large, incredibly tragic number. The good news is, is that deaths are down since we've gotten that vaccine. But I want you to hear a little bit more from WHO's uh, COVID-19 technical lead about the further outlook. So now it went silent. They don't. They can't even get their audio right. <laughs> uh, so she was saying that the, we, at, from the world perspective, we do have the upper hand here. Transmissibility is down, even as the Delta variant is mutating. Uh, but she's reminding people that we need to use the tools that we have on hand to keep transmission mm. down. They're also emphasizing that this is not a problem that countries can tackle individually anymore as mm. things are opening up, as people are traveling again, that we really need to focus on this worldwide approach. Yeah, absolutely. And more about, of course, a pro, uh, paraphrasing the sound we were supposed to have when instead we saw a still picture more. Thank you so much for your reporting and for, of course, handling like that so well, as you always do. Thank you. Good to see you. All right. I want to bring in um, Dr. Bob uh, Lehida. He is a professor at Hackensack Meridian. All right. So this Dr. Bob that they're about to introduce from Hackensack Meridian Hospital, he's an allergy uh, specialist or whatever. Uh, so. Let's uh, let's hear what this allergy specialist. This is what I was telling you, Billy, that really caught my attention. Considering that I'm somebody who suffers from allergies all year round, I have all year round allergies, and there's certain times around the year, like this time, where my allergies flare up a little bit more than usual. So let's hear what the allergist has to say now. School of Medicine and Director of the Institute for Autoimmune and Rheumatic Diseases at St. Joseph Health. Um, Dr. Lujita, thanks for joining us on this. Really appreciate it. want to talk to you about what an infectious disease expert has talked about when it comes to the spread of the Delta variant, especially amongst those that have been uh, vaccinated, right? There is this idea, obviously, the CDC saying essentially, unless you are showing symptoms with someone who has been fully vaccinated, two shots in arm, you don't necessarily need to go get tested. However, this infectious disease expert is saying there is a possibility folks that have been vaccinated throughout this country, which is about 67 percent of Americans at this point, are actually spreading the Delta variant because they are asymptomatic. How worrisome is this? So this is crazy. And we were talking about this before, where supposedly these people that are asystematic are spreading the Delta variant amongst other people. It's, it's almost like you can't win with these people, man. They're going to find a way to generalize this so that everybody is somewhat responsible if they have yet to be vaccinated. It's like they are stigmatizing those that haven't been vaccinated to say you are the problem because you haven't been vaccinated and you're probably Correct. asystematic and you're spreading this variant that's killing us. Because you are being irresponsible by not getting something that is voluntary. It's a big joke, man. It's a big joke. And it Yeah. And I, I can't I can't wait for it to come to an end. I really can't. So let's hear what this doctor's gonna say about allergies now. And this is worrisome, Yasmin. Uh because if if you are asymptomatic, but yet you're vaccinated, the virus can be transmitted to people who are not vaccinated. Okay, <laughs> Billy, I want you to chime in here. Okay, he's saying 
if you've been vaccinated and you're asystematic, you can spread the virus to other people that have not been vaccinated. Now, remember the video on BitChute. What did they say? People that have been vaccinated are going to start spreading this to people that are not vaccinated and getting them sick. This is Propaganda 101. What he's saying is what they said, but he's saying it in a more diabolical way where he's making it seem like it's not because you've been vaccinated. It's because you're asystematic, so you can spread it. But the other doctors who were speaking the truth were saying, because you have this foreign sci-fi technology now running through your bloodstream that these protein enzymes can be spread to other people. How can it be spread? They're still trying to figure out. They don't know if it's through coughing, through just uh, physical contact, sexual contact. I mean, multiple ways, right? But now he's saying that if you've been vaccinated and you're still asystematic, you can spread the virus. Which I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know what to say about that. It's it just sounds to me like they're just gonna keep throwing spaghetti on the wall to see if it sticks. Yes, <laughs> because it doesn't. It, it you know they're giving and don't forget they've been changing the rules since the very beginning of when this started. So supposedly, a virus does not get stronger; it gets weaker because a virus does not want to kill its host. The virus wants to continue to live. So. It mutates so that it can continue to live, not to because if the host dies, the virus dies. Very so, true. It, it, you know, this is supposed to be like a basic tenet of almost every living thing on the planet. Now, granted, you know, certain things do not belong in the human body. Every person may not, may not realize that they're walking around with, um, they may not realize they're walking around with the wrong bacterial flora in their body and they likely have um parasites it's a normal thing in all likelihood because somebody you to tell the average person walking the street you likely have parasites if i wouldn't know what to think of it think it's bs and they don't have them or be scared that they do have them and what are they supposed to do with the parasites they have to go and backtrack all the research for example are what happens with parasites when they're in your body they cause you to crave what they want to eat. So a lot of times, it's not just because people want sugar. It's because the parasites feed off of sugar. Oh, and by the way, I was just reminded recently what happens when a parasite eats sugar. It does it, anything else does that eats anything. It shits. And all that stuff is just staying in your body and toxifying it. So obviously, if you do your research a little further, um, you can find out that there is such thing as parasite cleanses that cleanse parasites from your system. So you could go on living for years and years and years and years and have a parasite in your system, have parasites in your system, and it, it not be dangerous. It could be rather benign. Does it, does it affect your quality of life and your health? Yes. Because what happens is this, is that people get used to living on the level of energy that they already possess. So, for example, anybody that's done a liver cleanse knows that when they're done with their liver cleanse, they have a lot more energy. They notice that's the first reaction to when you have a liver cleanse. 
It's probably a very similar reaction when you have a bowel cleanse as well, which takes a long time because don't forget, it takes years and years and years and years to build up the level of impaction in your bowels that it just doesn't come out when you just start taking a bowel cleanse. It takes two or three months to really get it where you get a deep clean and your bowels are fully clean. So now we're, we're, we're going to be led to believe that in one year's time, the whole entire system as we know it of how people have been living for hundreds and thousands of years is now turned upside down in his head and that this virus is something to be afraid of. It must have been like when the first time they had microscopes and discovered that they could actually see what a germ looks like. And that now the people that were discovering these germs are realizing, wow, there's germs everywhere. It didn't stop people from walking and talking in the face of the earth. It's just that we've been allowed, okay, our health has been co-opted by the medical industry and by doctors. And I've been in, you know, pursuit of holistic health for many years since my dad passed away from cancer. So I happen to know some of the obstacles that are presented to companies that try to bring um, holistic solutions to people because, you know, doctors are, they deal in illness, not in health. So, you know, this is, this is at the core of, you know, they know that they have, you know, a mass of people that are going to follow their dictate. But, oh, by the way, this isn't just the medical industry by itself. This is now the medical industry and the government working hand in hand. And we have a, that's a very formidable opposition. You, you really have to be, have a lot of self-awareness and fortitude to be able to say to the government and to the medical industry, I don't want your vaccine, please stay away. I want to eat my good healthy food, please don't interrupt the food supply. I want to raise a few chickens on my property, what's the big deal? My neighbors don't care. You know, this is, you know, why doesn't every person that owns a property in this country have a tree on it that bears fruit that they can take for themselves? They have to get, you know, we live in the state of New York and who knows where the heck all the local apples come from. I remember when I was a kid, it used to be a big deal, Washington apples. And it wasn't Washington, D.C. apples. It was the state of Washington apples. Why were we receiving apples from Washington when New York State has amazing apple orchards? Well, they got some pretty amazing apple orchards not too far from you by, uh, what is it, Marlboro and Platykill? Because I've been to All a couple over. of them. Apples, I, grapes. Yeah, because I it's remember I better. went to a really the nice. Uh, are carrying local produce, but yeah. there's still places locally that bring fruit in from. All kinds of places all over yeah, the country. Because I think I went and to a, an apple orchard out in Marlboro that was really nice. They're, it's amazing. There's several of them around here. Yeah. In massive quantities of apples. I don't even know where these apples go, how they can be consumed. Um, but listen, when I, you know, another thing that it has to be, you know, brought to the table and it, it could be a subject for another day because it's another aspect of being an American and being a human being on the planet this time is that the governments are preaching a lot of scarcity, a lot of scarcity. And you've been upstate. When you drive further upstate in other parts of the, of the, of the state of New York alone, never mind in any place, any place else in the, in the Northeast, 
you know, I see open, bare land everywhere. Why can't you put a farm there? Why can't you plant something there? Why can't you raise something there? Why can't you put something there? Yet all the scarcity, for all the supposed scarcity, I just see opportunity, not scarcity. So let's just, you know, I don't, I don't mean to get to get off track of, of what we're talking about here um, regarding. Well, I can, you know, I mean, I can that answer clip, that but, question very simple. They're going to promote scarcity every single time because if you promote abundance, abundance promotes freedom. And they don't correct. want you to feel freedom, true freedom. They want scarcity so that they can continue to uh, control, divide, and conquer like they have been well, doing. I'm glad you brought up the word freedom because freedom and liberty are very different. Yeah. Because you're the right to liberty in the pursuit of happiness. But people don't realize liberty is something that is given to you. It is not something that you possess naturally. So freedom would be something that you possess naturally, and you're one with nature. And doesn't liberty it doesn't, is something that is bestowed upon you by uh, your boss or higher power or the government. And let's let's just bring the scriptures in the mix real quick. That you know the Most High gave us every seed bearing plant. And, you know, for us to to eat from. And that is abundance. We was we are born into abundance. It's not it's it's it, it, matter of fact, let me rephrase that. Not only are we are born into abundance naturally, spiritually. The only reason we even believe in scarcity is because government controls the narrative of what is scarcity. And they also exactly and they also destroy the planet little by little. So that scarcity becomes more of a reality because they're actually taking away from they're they're chopping the trees down. They're giving us genetically mutated organisms. The places like institutions like Monsanto are creating seeds that don't even reproduce. So, yeah. The scarcity is becoming more of a reality than a lie because they're making the scarcity real because they are destroying all of the abundance in the planet purposefully. All right. Mm, with the point. with the plastics in the water, with the oil reserves, with all of the toxin that multiple transatlantic corporations are dumping into the ocean, with the the uh the CO2 fumes that are going into the uh, to the atmosphere, destroying the ozone layer. I mean, they are doing a number, and that's why I truly believe in spiritual warfare because it's only but so much that you're going to mess with nature and nature's going to be like, oh, no, no, we're not having this nonsense. And the natural order of life that comes from the Most High will retaliate. It's only a matter of time. And we will see that in our lifetime. So let's continue with this with this doctor that's going to spew his propaganda about allergies. So we know that this Delta variant, for example, has a 60% greater transmissibility. In other words, you can be infected and not know it, Mm. and you can pass it on, and the person you're passing it on to will have a really, really tough time if they're not vaccinated. 
So what's worse with this whole thing, Dr. Lahita, is the fact that the symptoms are actually different than what we have come to know classically mm-hmm. as COVID, right? The- Look, now she's saying that the symptoms are different than what we've known classically in regards to COVID. Yo. Oh, man, yo. This is crazy. This is like, this is, I'm not going to curse, but this is, you know, uckery. (laughs) This is uckery 101, man. Because she's basically trying to make sense of what he's saying. And she's like, so basically what you're saying, doctor, is that, there's all these new type of different symptoms that what we classically known coronavirus to be when it first started. And now he's going to go into that, right? So let's hear what he has to say to this comment. Classic mm-hmm. symptoms for COVID. High fever, spiking of fever, right? Body aches. And of course, that classic um, loss of taste and smell. If you lose your taste and smell, then for sure, at, at many instances that you've heard anecdotally, people know they have COVID and they go and get tested. This, however, the Delta variant adds... Some other symptoms. Talk to us about that. Yes, you get congestion. You get what, and you know, we wear the mask in the hospital. We wear the mask in our clinics. So patients come in and they say, oh, I have allergies. And they start sneezing and coughing and all. Well, we're not so sure that's an allergy because younger people, and I mean younger people below the age of 50, will have congestion. They'll have a headache, no loss of taste and smell. They'll have uh, what looks like an allergic response to say pollen, and you've really got to be careful. Look, he just said, they, you know, he's he's saying that now the classical symptoms like fever, body ache doesn't exist, that the Delta variant can release, and you're going to have symptoms like a headache, stuffy nose. Um, He says even allergic reactions to pollen, huh, might not be an allergic reaction to pollen. It very well be the Delta oh, variant. Oh my goodness! Are you kidding me? No, no. Really? This is this is. So what they what they've done? Ready for this? Is that they've casted a wider net? Yes. So people hear this. I didn't have that, but I might have that. I've got to go to the doctors. Billy, what about me? I mean, he's talking about me, right? Because what do I suffer from? Allergies from pollen, pet dander, and all of these symptoms I get. I've been getting them since I was a little kid. I don't get sick. It's very rare that I get sick. Very rare. I haven't been sick in a long time. But allergies? Yeah. I'm plagued by allergies all year round. And then I have my months where it's very, like, uh, dormant, where it doesn't, it's not affecting me that much. And then there's, then this time of year, oh, it's heavy duty. It's not going to end until maybe September until where I'll start, you know, not sneezing as much as I normally do. So let's continue. Careful and consider everybody infected until proven otherwise. I tell you, I was on the other day um, with Dr. Dara Cass from Columbia University. I had some congestions. I've had pretty bad allergies during this allergy season. I have had the Pfizer vaccine, been doubly vaccinated. She told me to go get tested. I went and got tested. I was um, negative. Savannah, don't worry. <laughs> However, it, you know, it, it's important, as, as you say, to continue to get tested um, when you have, even though you're vaccinated. Dr. Lahita, thanks so much for this. So now what they're saying is, even if you've been doubly, I like how she put it, doubly vaccinated, that 
if you're having these allergic allergy type of symptoms, that it's in your best interest to go get tested. So check this out. They want you to get tested after you've already been vaccinated. Well, to... No, but that's conflicting with information that I've heard that says that I've been hearing, which is if you've been if you've been vaccinated, then you're protected from the Delta variant. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm like, yo, which one is it? Which it's like it? they, you you gotta be a straight idiot to even believe one ounce that comes out of these so called professionals' mouths, because these people are wicked, man. I want to make that very clear. These people are not positive. They're not good people. These people are evil. They are the they are wicked. Okay, just because they look like you and I, and and they they look like normal decent human beings um on the on the exterior spiritually these people are wicked they know what they're doing don't think that they don't know what they're doing they know that they the the main objective is depopulation and they have to get people vaccinated in order to accomplish that goal period and all of these narratives that are being brought to the forefront like you said, it's just it's it's casting a bigger net because the net that they first cast it hasn't caught enough fish yet. So they got to make a bigger one so they could catch more. And what I mean by catching more fish, meaning getting more people vaccinated to the point where now that they're telling you if you've been vaccinated, they want you to still go get tested. Like, come on, man. Let's continue. This is ridiculous. It's really important information. Yeah. Appreciate it as always. Especially it's so yeah. confusing. The symptoms keep changing. It's hard to keep up. Tropical storm Elsa turned deadly shortly after making land. Okay, so that's the end of that. Now they're going to talk about tropical storm Elsa, which all we got was rain. Nobody's house blew down. I didn't lose electricity, not even for a millisecond. So that was a big scare that people were no. like, oh, that was up, nothing. Up here, trees have been falling like crazy. Um feels like tornadoes been ripping through. Electricity went down in a couple of towns around here. So, yeah, we've been getting pretty hard with rain. It's been heavy duty. Well, that's because a lot so. of people got vaccinated out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, I know it's going to sound crazy, but I said this on a previous episode. I said that I feel like the South is protected because it's the least vaccinated of all the places throughout the country. So I feel like the Most High said, you know what? I'm going to protect my people in the South because they weren't getting vaccinated like that, like up north and Midwest. So <laughs> up north and Midwest has been catching hell. Just a hey, listen, little thought I have. Well, you, you, can, you can interpret it that way. I mean, the jury's still out about the weather. Yeah, when, when you got a technology like Harp, the weather is like you, you don't know what's real anymore and what's actually being you know, manipulated. When it comes to weather patterns and and uh, glo supposedly oh, actually, glo global warming, hail fell the other day. I saw it. Oh, it did. Yeah, little tiny, little tiny pebbles, but it was hail. I saw it bouncing off the ground, and it was hitting me in the head when I ran to my car. So it did go down. Well, I it's good that it wasn't the big ones. This time of the year, so it's not unusual, but it did happen. Yeah, actually, I I saw on a video of like one of the big hailstorms where the 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 balls were like golf balls, 
Yeah, I've heard about those. And they do that, a lot of damage. That does a lot of damage. That could have broke your skull. Falling on top of your head, breaking car windows and all that. But Oh yeah. Back to this Delta variant, because we're gonna wrap this up um in a minute. Cause I know you have to go and get your rest. I have to do the same. I gotta go take another Zyrtec. <laughs> but we're about a minute and tw- uh, uh, an hour and twenty eight minutes. So let's uh let's give some closing uh statements here. So what have we gathered from this episode, right? What have we concluded? I've come to the conclusion that they are going to do everything and anything to continue this propaganda going all the way until next year. Like, this is not going away. This is here to stay. And they're going to keep creating fear amongst the general public here in America and abroad so that more and more people will feel like the best option is to get vaccinated. But the big problem that they're going to be dealing with, like they're dealing with now, is people like you and I, that 30% supposedly in America that says, hey, we're not getting vaccinated at all. And I feel like we're going to come to a climactic point where they are going to start issuing some real draconian uh, martial law where they're going to start trying to vaccinate people forcefully. And I mentioned, you had mentioned that one of your friends or a lady that you were listening to was saying that down the line, they're going to have military coming to vaccinate us. So, um, I, you know, I no, that wasn't me, or I don't recall what that was from. I saw a video of yeah, you say you saw like a video, a reenactment of somebody being vaccinated. Um, but remember, if like if if that's what it's come down to, you know, it was part of the same conversation that we had when you had told me that that a sheriff went to serve an eviction notice and got his head his head cut off. Yeah, so. You know, I had never heard of that. I know that, you know, sheriff. No, that, serving, that was a true story. Any type of warrant is very dangerous. Um, so, you know, that doesn't, that didn't surprise me. But, you know, going back to, are they going to, you know, impose a, 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 a mandatory quarantine and a mandatory vaccination for, that to me sounds like a very tall task. Um, and so, you know, they're going to go ahead and further other policy to force people to do that. So, but let's, I'm, I'm of the comment of the opinion, wait and see. Let's keep, let's keep in mind, Billy, that the troops were pulled out of Afghanistan, right? What, why are they being, why all the troops got pulled out of Afghanistan? Where are they being sent to? What, 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 what are they going to be doing now? Now that they're not in Afghanistan. Think about that. So you're saying saying that they're going to be brought Uh, stateside, give them a little little, uh, holiday, a little liberty, and then they'll be going back on the streets like National Guard. Correct. That is a great possibility. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you've had the troops in Afghanistan for so long. Now, all of a sudden, we have this Delta variant, 
and now the troops are being brought out of Afghanistan and being brought back home. It's not like they're getting taken out of Afghanistan and being sent to Saudi Arabia. They are being yeah. they're being sent oh, cool. back home. They're going back to the states. So there's so many possibilities of how this can turn out. One thing that we are sure of is that this operation depopulation is extremely real. People are dying left and right from the vaccine, and they will never cover those stories. You're going to see them in, in, in journals, like from journalists that are on the ground reporting this. So you'll see it in like news reports or magazines online and stuff like that. You won't, you won't see the major media networks covering thousands of deaths for children and adults that have been vaccinated. It doesn't, it's not going to support the narrative of what they really are trying to um, get the people to, to feed into, which is having to go get vaccinated, right? Correct. So, I, this is something where it, it, it's not going away, people. I wanted to play this clip to let you know that it's not. You've heard multiple people say that throughout the years or throughout this past year that this is not going anywhere. And now we have a Delta variant that supposedly if you're vaccinated, you're protected from. But now they're telling you to still go get tested and that you might be spreading this variant because you're asystematic while you're vaccinated. I mean, it's just so much hypocrisy. There's so so much like rhetoric in all of this that just doesn't add up. It's it almost like, add up. And don't, don't forget, every year they prepared for the flu during flu season. Now it's year round. Yes. That does not make any sense. Supposedly, oh, this is a flu, so it's going to go away and then it'll come back in the fall or in the, or in the winter, you know, when everybody's immune systems kind of take a dive because they're not being exposed to as much sun and they're spending more time indoors and the days are shorter. So now all of a sudden we're worried about the flu in the middle of summer. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Remember what the doctor said that they're going to come out with 80 other 89 other vaccines. So who's to say that they're going to come out with more vaccines that are going to tell you, Hey, this vaccine actually completely prevents Delta uh, variant from affecting you at all. Or this booster shot, is going to do the job in preventing you from getting the Delta variant. And then, once that's all said and done, they're going to come out with variant, you know, shenanigan. And they're going to get, hey, the shenanigan variant is spreading across the country. And the shenanigan variant, you're going to have to take the, you know, the Zokolov or whatever damn, you know, vaccine they're going to come out with and say, hey, the, the Zokolov uh, vaccine is now going to protect you from the shenanigan variant, so you have to take it. And I can only imagine how many more people will die from these booster shots and these other vaccines that they're producing as we speak. I, you know, I give you credit because I don't have the patience to sit through those newsreels that we're listening to, even just for 10 minutes, never mind a whole half an hour, an hour to fill my head with that much, that much garbage. Um, I just well, I don't see it. Yeah, you know why I fill my head with the garbage so that I can disseminate and 
and break it all uh, down so I get a better understanding. Give people an, an, a different perspective of how to think and how to reason with their own life in their, within their own environment. Not, even people that work in hospitals aren't dealing with this crap every day. Yeah, what about all those doctors that didn't want to take the vaccine at that hospital and wind up quitting? And, and you have to ask yourself, doctors and nurses are not wanting to take the vaccine? Oh, interesting. Why? Why are we not interviewing those doctors and nurses? We're only interviewing the doctors and nurses that took the vaccine. I want to get it into, I want, matter of fact, I want a hundred different interviews of all the people that didn't want to take it to hear their perspective directly from the horse's one. mouth. Let's just, how about if we make that a goal, get one doctor or nurse to come on the show and redo and somebody that is not offended by the name of the, of the episode. So I think this, there needs to be a part two, three, four, and five <laughs> to this, to this episode. Well, yeah, we could, you know, that's, it's, I'm glad you brought that up because I should get a doctor on here that is willing to uh, spill the beans on all of this. So that way it just, it, it gives the, the, not only the show, but the topic that we constantly talk about when it comes to the vaccines more validity on why you shouldn't take it. Because I'm pretty sure if we bring a doctor on the show, they're going to educate us on why you shouldn't take this. Okay, but I want to make sure that we point out to the listeners, okay, that you don't need the doctor to be the expert at taking care of yourself. That's right. You are, you have the capability. We have the capability to take care of ourselves. Okay. And it's not to say we don't need help because that's why we have each other. So when we go to a doctor, it's in good faith that they're going to help us with something that we can't help ourselves with, not to feed us, you know, um, prescriptions and garbage and, and, and not even take the time to know us, you know, not even take the time to, to get to know us or at least be in touch with what's happening. Cause it used to be, Hey, you know what? A lot of people are coming in with the strep throat. A lot of kids have the strep throat now, or a lot of people have the flu. It's just, what's going on. If you're not going to take the shot, then do this and do that. And you'll feel better. It, it wasn't, you know, it's because they were seeing it more. So they're sharing with you their observation, but it was local. It wasn't national. It wasn't one person, you know, driving this rhetoric and, you know, you know, pump it till it hurts, you know, kill them till they die. You know, I, I don't, that's, that's the feeling that I get from it. You know, the duress, the constant duress that, that they're, that they're pushing. Um, and that's what I feel. You're right. I feel like this Delta variant is like, is like special ops is coming after you. Absolutely. I agree. But you know what? Here at the Network of Awareness, we're not scared. We are prepared for whatever they got. And I can tell you this, that needle will never go into this arm. The only time that needle will go in this arm when this arm is no longer alive. Because I am very adamant when I tell you people that are listening to this, um, to the Network of Awareness, don't allow any of this propaganda to compromise you in any way, shape, or form. And I've said it before, if your job approaches you and tells you that you have to get vaccinated now, quit right there on the spot. Because it's not worth sacrificing your life just to make a couple of bucks to pay your bills when you're not going to even be able to pay your bills because you're going to be dead. So with that being said, any last uh, remarks? I think we said it all. Anything else we can say, save for the next uh, episode. 
so that uh, we could pick up where we left off with the latest and greatest that's happening, you know, say a couple of weeks or a month from now. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure to we're going to be continued. That's what I have to say. To be continued. Very true. And I'm pretty sure we're going to have more stories to talk about of people that have passed away, unfortunately, from this vaccine. So with that being said, I want to thank uh, William, Billy, Izzy, Irizarry for coming on the show. And uh, thanks for all the people that support the network of awareness. And uh, remember, when you live in the present, there's always an opportunity for a new beginning. And be present, be aware, be conscious of what's happening in your reality here, not just in America, but abroad as well, because this is a global pandemic. So it's affecting all of us around the world, this propaganda. So stay tuned, people. This is all the information that's signing out until we until we meet again. Peace. Peace. This concludes the Network of Awareness podcast. For more information on the Network of Awareness, please subscribe via email to our website, networkofawareness.com, and follow us on Spreaker.com or any other listening apps you use. For any questions about the NOA, email us at aura at networkofawareness.com. Thank you for listening to one of the fastest growing podcast shows on society and culture in America and abroad. When you live in the present, there's always an opportunity for a new beginning. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings.